<laughs> is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sacoccio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Good morning. Happy Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am really excited to talk about today's topic. I'm going to talk about competition and the child care shortage right now for families is a real problem. And currently, the child care industry is a booming business. And as demand continues to grow, many investors, franchises, corporate chains, along with mom and pop centers are on the rise, uh, particularly in my area, and I'm sure I'm not alone, but there is a huge demand. And so when there is a demand, usually people come in to fill that demand. And that could mean that you are facing the challenge of new competitors moving into your area. But don't worry, I've got about 20 tips to help you stay ahead of the game and maintain your position as the go-to child care center in your town. So before I get into those 20 tips, I, I have this great quote from Henry Ford, and he says, competition whose motive is merely to compete, to drive some other fellow out, never carries very far. The competitor, to be feared, is the one who never bothers about you at all, but goes on making his own business better all the time. And I love that. I really would love for us to focus on our own business. I'm not concerned about what they're doing over there or around the block or up the street. I'm concerned what's happening in my four walls, or in my case, uh, in nine or 12 walls, because I've got multiple multiple locations, but um, really uh, focus in and doubling down on your own business. So let's hop into these tips today. Number one is you should really evaluate your strengths. Take a step back and identify what sets your center apart from your competition and really think about it. Ask your staff, ask your families, you know, look at your values and highlight these unique qualities to remind parents why they should choose your center over others and remind them why they chose you in the first place. When you're looking at your strengths, it really does help give you a little pickup as well. Because it's very easy to get sucked into this uh, downward spiral, especially if it's a, a larger center or, you know, they, they're a brand that is a national brand. It's very easy to get discouraged. But when you look at your strengths instead of your weaknesses and really focus on, you know, what are you really good at and what has really helped you grow in the industry thus far and continue to build on that foundation. So focus on those positives and how you can make those strengths even stronger. Tip number two is know your competition. Research the new competitors thoroughly and understand their offerings in terms of pricing, what types of programs they're offering in age groups, and any unique features that they may have. And not so that you can copy them, but so that you have this knowledge that can help you identify areas where you can differentiate yourself. So let's say pricing, for example. Depending on what your target market is, you may not be the most expensive, or you could be. And if you are, then you want to, you know, we want to showcase why your price tag is a little bit more. If you're more affordable, you want to showcase 
Why are you more affordable? What areas allowed you to offer a more competitive pricing without compromising on quality? So understand who you're competing with. Are they part of a rating system? Are they accredited? How long have they been in business? Um, what is the structure? All of those things. Just have a good understanding. But again, it's so that you can focus on how you are different and what makes you special and unique. Tip number three, always focus on quality. Emphasize the quality of care and education that your center provides. Highlight your experienced staff, your engaging curriculum, and commitment to children's development. And the more that you focus on the children and the quality, the easier it is to attract and retain families. Because we all can, you know, bring people in with the shiny new thing, but can you keep them? And in this game, you know, in this industry, uh, retention is is key. You know, you can have if you do if you do a job well, depending on on how uh, what ages you go up to, you can have a family for uh, ten to twelve years. This is a very relationship based industry, so you do it right. And you're not always constantly looking for new customers. Um, so, you know, that's a great thing. So focus on your quality. And of course, you want to enhance your facilities. Invest in your center's infrastructure to create an environment that is safe, that is welcoming and conducive to learning. Because parents are always looking for centers that prioritize their child's comfort and well-being. And if your center's been around for a while like mine, you know, you want to make sure that you are doing regular upkeep, regular investment, um, and sharing that with your families. Because if you buy lots of new equipment or lots of new toys, and you're not sharing that with families, they may not know because often you're, the boxes are coming in, you're opening up, you know, toys after hours and putting them on shelves. Families may not even recognize the investment that you put into the environment on a regular basis. So share that when you've added, you know, new new items to a classroom. Number five is you want to strengthen your team. Train your staff to be the very best in the industry. Provide ongoing professional development opportunities to ensure that they stay up to date with the latest child care practices and trends. And you know, set the standard. So in our state for the longest time, staff only had to have 20 hours of professional development, but we had always required 30 hours. Before the state did not require everybody to have a CPR and first aid, but we did. Now, recently, the state regulations in our state have changed and they have bumped up those requirements, which is great. But now they're, you know, those requirements are almost in line with what we were offering for in terms of our team. So we bumped up our requirements and we'll continue to do that. Uh, another example would be uh, many programs will have the lead teachers get certifications and certain, uh, certain trainings. We also have our teacher assistants get certifications in Riles, in Eckers, in Itters, in Class, all of those types of um, tools that you would use to promote quality within your classroom, all of the rating scales so that our teachers would know how to set up a classroom, what materials they need, how to use those materials. Um, so just things like that, where you really make your team uh, be above and beyond, uh, really will help set you apart. And, and families really appreciate that as well. Tip number six is foster strong relationships. Build and maintain strong relationships with parents, children, and your community. Encourage open communication and involve the parents in your child's learning journey. And you could do this through 
having a parent advisory board. You could do this with having frequent meetings with families, open houses, you know, inviting families in uh, occasionally to your office just to do a one-on-one to check in with them or making phone calls, you know, every six months um, to make sure that everything is going okay. And then being on the floor, you know, being there in the morning, greeting your parents, being there at night and and uh, make sure the departure goes well. And, you know, you don't have to do both. You could alternate, you know, be there some mornings and then other days be there some nights. And that will allow you to touch base with everybody uh, throughout your community because sometimes it's a different person who drops off than who picks up. So it really does allow you to build those relationships with all of the families uh, that attend your program. Tip number seven is offer flexible programs. Understand the needs of modern families and provide flexible programs that accommodate different schedules and preferences. One thing I would say uh, for, for our program is we have a very, very generous vacation week policy because although I am running a business, I also understand that when a family wants to go on vacation with their children, oftentimes that comes with a pretty hefty price tag. And so we offer five weeks of vacation at our program. That hands down has been a closing benefit on many, many, many tours. Uh, because most frequently, you know, uh, centers will have you either pay, ha- you know, half 50% off tuition or they give you two weeks in a year. And um, I, I just feel like families shouldn't be penalized because they want to spend time with their children. And uh, certainly if they're taking their family to Disney or, you know, somewhere like that, that can be very expensive. So then to have to pay your provider as well um, can be a bit much. So, you know, offer different flexible options, especially families now, they really value uh, experiences over things. So I find many more families are taking vacation than they used to, and I'm so happy that they are. Tip number eight, leverage technology, embrace technology to streamline administrative tasks and enhance communication with parents. Utilize online platforms for updates, progress reports, and easy access to information. Now let's face it, right now, every center has an app. How effectively are you using the app? How frequently are your staff updating, sending pictures, sending reminders, you know, all those things that make the family feel really connected to you. How often are they getting pictures of the child with the caregiver or little videos of the the milestones that that child has uh, accomplished at the center? You know, uh, maybe the baby takes their first steps at your center, you know, recording those things or, or starts to use a lot of vocabulary. All those things that you can do to really make it special for that family, because, you know, it's hard to leave your child, right? We know that. It's hard to leave your child. You have some guilt around it. And so the more that you can capture those special moments for families, they really appreciate it. So using technology, not just to send out newsletters and, you know, uh, we're closed on such and such holiday, but the things that really, really matter to parents, you know, their child's growth and development. How well are they thriving at the center? How are they, you know, how are they interacting with their peers and are they having a great time and do they feel loved and comfortable in that environment? So using technology is a great way to, again, showcase that to your families. Tip number nine, showcase success stories. Highlight success stories of children who have thrived under your care. Share testimonials from satisfied parents to build trust and credibility. And then also showcase your families. We have some amazing families at our program. Showcase your families 
and the types of people that are at your program and the variety and diversity of the families that come to your program, because that's a really great way to help people feel welcome when they can identify with other folks within your school community. Um, and then it's a great way to validate to the families that have been with you a long time. You know, you have a family that's been with you five, six years. Do a spotlight about that family. Or you have a, a parent who's a, a firefighter or a, a veteran or, you know, uh, you know, does something in the community and they were just recognized. Share that. Share that through your, uh, your parent portal. Share it on your social media pages. Share it in your newsletters. Uh, but everybody likes to feel valued and appreciated and your parents are included in that. So it's a great way to continue to have that really strong community setting and uh, engagement. Tip number 10, this is really got to just go without saying, but it's so funny because it, it has to be said. Create a warm atmosphere. Ensure that your center exudes a warm and nurturing atmosphere. Pay attention to the small details like comfortable seating areas colorful decorations, engaging play spaces. What does it sound like? What does it smell like? What does it look like? Enhance all of those, you know, use all of those five senses when you walk into your program. And, um, you know, some of, for some of us, it's very cultural. I'm Italian and making people feel welcome in my space is just something that's so, so, so important to me. And that's something that I make sure that all of my staff understand when anybody walks into our, our program, they, you know, they need to be uh, welcomed, uh, helped immediately. And in a way that's, you know, they're smiling and their their body language says, we're happy that you're here. So make sure that your team is also creating a warm atmosphere. And again, aesthetics are nice. Those things are important too. Uh, but the people are probably the number one thing that sets the tone in your program. Tip number 11 is engage with your community. Participate in local events, sponsor community initiatives, and collaborate with other businesses. This involvement will strengthen your reputation as a caring and responsible child care center. One of the things I love, if you've listened to my podcast, you've heard me talk about my four core values all of the time, and community is definitely one. I'm lucky enough to have all three of my locations in the city that I live in, the city that I have lived in my entire life, 53 years. So I absolutely love my neighborhood and uh, and I'll continue to probably live here until uh, I uh, am done. <laughs> so uh, tip number 12, stay up to date with trends. Keep yourself informed about the latest trends and develop development in the childcare industry. Implement innovative teaching methods and incorporate new technologies to stay ahead of your competition. One great way to stay uh, informed with what's going on is become a member of NACI or a member of the National After School Association or one of the larger national uh, child care associations that usually have resources that are available on the latest research. Tip number 13, implement referral programs. Encourage word of mouth marketing by implementing referral programs. Offer incentives to existing parents who refer new families to your program. And I don't care, whatever you give them for a referral, probably not enough. Because again, if you do your job right and a family is with you five years, 10 years, I don't care what you gave that family, it's not enough of a thank you. Because you know that 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 one family who stays with you for that period of time is thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Uh, so, you know, don't be cheap. 
Please don't give them a mug with the logo of your business on it. Like give them something substantial. Um, and the more referrals that you have, the easier it is to keep your center at full enrollment all of the time. And, um, you know, that's just, it's just good business sense. Tip number 14, communicate your value. Clearly communicate the value that your center provides to parents. Explain how your programs promote holistic development, instill important values, and prepare children for future success. One of the one of the programs that we have at our, our school is called uh, the Miss Erica's uh, 100s Club. And uh, it's usually primarily done with children who are, are four years old in our advanced pre-K classroom. And our goal was, we set this about 10 years ago, our goal was to have the children leave our program knowing the numbers one through 100 in any order by sight. Also to have children be prepared for early reading. Those are just two things that we said, you know, these were really important to us that children were able to understand number value, understand phonics, understand reading, and that print has meaning in books. And it was just one of the ways that we really wanted to make sure that our, our children, when they left our school, were prepared for kindergarten. And of course, there's many other factors, this social and emotional and, and all the things that we do to prepare children. But, you know, we just said, you know, this was a goal for us. And uh, it's something that uh, we do uh, on a regular basis. It's a big deal at our school. The child gets a t-shirt and this big kind of pop and circumstance, and they feel so proud. But, you know, just things like that, that when we're talking with parents about how we prepare children for future success and learning, uh, that's just one program that we offer. You also want to, tip number 15, monitor and adapt. Continuously monitor the market and your competitive strategies. Stay agile and be ready to adapt your approach to meet the challenging needs and expectations of parents. Tip number 16 is double down on your brand. Do you have a school mascot? Do you do school spirit days? Do you have school uniforms? Do you share your core values, your mission statements? Share your vision with people and who you are in the community. Which brings me to tip number 17, hold strategic planning meetings. Create a six-month plan, a 12-month plan, a three-year plan. This will really help everybody know where you're going with your program and are you planning on expanding? Are you planning on not expanding, but keeping your value at your school high as possible, uh, making sure that your program is the top quality program in the area? Uh, because you can do that a lot easier when you have a smaller program or uh, less locations. Once you start to multiply to larger and larger and larger, it becomes a little harder to know everybody. So whatever your plan is, and it's okay if you want to scale up, and it's okay if you want to scale down, and it's okay if you want to stay right where you are. But you have to share that vision with people and why. And number 18 is really not a tip, but it's more of a thought, is new and shiny only stays new and shiny for so long. So stay calm and stay consistent because... Yes, people are going to talk about a new center, just like they talk about any other new product, the new iPhone, all those things, right? So there's going to be a buzz no matter, you know, no matter how, how long you've been in a community, when there's a new center, there's going to be a buzz about that community. And that's okay. Understand there was a buzz about you when you first opened too. But if you're still around year 10 and 12 and 20, you know that you're doing something right and you know that your community loves you. And so stay calm, be consistent, and make sure you continue to do all the things 
that made you successful in the first place. Tip number 19 is revisit your review pages. Make sure you have answered all posts, whether they're positive or negative. If the reviews are old, you might want to reach out and ask for honest reviews from your current customers. This will help keep your SEO moving so that when people are looking for childcare centers in your area, your website comes up and you rank higher and uh, make sure that you're very active on your social media pages and you're active in the community, both in person and online. And this will also help you keep your reputation competitive and um, a place that people are still talking about. Which brings us to our very last tip, number 20, remember to stay relevant. Keep your program from becoming stagnant. Keep innovating and creating new and exciting programming for children, families, and community. So keep your head up, keep smiling, keep doing what you know is right, stay focused, follow your vision, your mission, your core values. They will lead you to the right road. Thank you for tuning in to the Child Care Director's Chair. I hope you have a fantastic day. Well, all the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your childcare centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Childcare Director's Chair. <laughs>